Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712 or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um hit them up. <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming True Show. And I'd like to welcome special guest, uh, Maxim model, Sherry Nelson. How you doing, Sherry? Hi, I'm great. Um, so how's the weather over there? Huh? We're talking a little bit about that. Uh, well, in I'm in Calgary, Alberta, and it's it's about 80 degrees here. So we've got South America weather right now. Um, but yeah, it's summertime and and it's it's nice to see the sun. You know, uh, uh, you were saying um how the Australian uh, firefighters are kind of helping over there with the fires as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've actually got you're in Arizona, so we have hot temperatures that you're accustomed to that we aren't so much here. We were breaking records in uh, British Columbia in the northern part of the province where the snow caps were melting so quickly in the Yukon that uh, Mexico and Canada, they've got their armies up there packing the banks. And we've got Australian firefighters fighting with our firefighters in the south trying to combat the fires. So there's a lot of... um, anger by mother nature right now and uh i hope we can prevail i just i always worry about the animals and and i just i don't want to lose any lives so yeah i just yeah it, it came fast and furious man that's crazy from texas freezing and all this <laughs> yeah yeah so uh sherry why don't you tell me about yourself uh, well, as you said at the opening, I entered a contest with Maxim Magazine. 
um, in 2019 or 2020. And uh, uh, previous to that, I worked in the British Columbia forest industry for my family. I was uh, fourth generation in the sawmilling industry. And my father sold the company in 2018. And I was traveling, prospecting for lumber trading jobs. And I was at a Sierra Pacific Forest Products Convention, a stellar company in your country. And uh, I got a message from a photographer that saw my Facebook profile photo. And he said I should enter the Maxim Magazine contest. So I wasn't working for my father. I was, so I thought, well, no one's going to know, no one will see, and I thought I'd enter it, and I did, and I didn't anticipate going as far as I did. Um, I'm thankful that I, I was able to, and I came in the top four, and now since COVID, I've been pursuing a, um, the avenue of entertainment. Man, just like that, and bam. <laughs> yeah, actually, you and I have a mutual friend, the beautiful Stacy Choi. Uh, we co-host together on Fan Room Live, and she said to say hello, and she really enjoyed her time with you, and she respects you, and yeah, she just wanted to say hello. Thanks. I love Stacey. She's awesome, man. She's so awesome. That was such an amazing interview that you did of her, and you know, I always look to her for strength and for knowledge. She's She's so smart, and she's ambitious, but not in a negative cutthroat way. I just, I, I'm in awe. Every time I hear her interview, I learn more about her and she's, she's just a really great girl to sit with at, at fan room live. And, and I, I'm still trying to see if I'm doing the right things. And, and she's so good to me that after a show or a few days later, she always says she did a good job. And, and I, I lean on her a lot. So I, I'm really loving our friendship. Yeah, it, it was really inspiring talking to her because she took on a lot of responsibility and she did amazing. She just took it on and went with it, you know, and it's great that you get to work with her. You're pretty lucky. I am. I am. And I didn't know she was a Harvard grad and an Oxford grad and she's done it all. And she's so young. So I got a lot of work to catch up to her. <laughs> <laughs> So um, what what do you guys uh co uh what do you co-host with her um you got uh you, you do other shows and stuff as well right? Yes, it's a show. It's called Fan Room Live, and it was created by Cedric the Entertainer, uh, Stacy Toy, Jeff Benj Jeff Kraus, Jay Benjamin, and Mitch Faulkner. And what we do is a virtual podcast show similar to this. It is um, interactive, though, so people will come on and they have an opportunity to interview our special guest of the night. Uh, last night we had the First Lady of Boxing, Jackie Callen, come in and. Another inspirational lady. Um, it's not geared only to women, though. We've had everyone. We had a great show with CJ Ramon, and there were people all over the world. Uh, Russia, a Russian professor was on, and he toasted CJ with some Russian vodka. And um, nice. we've had some amazing guests that I, I can't believe that I'm speaking with. Kenny Aronoff, that famous legendary drummer, he was a guest. So um, it, the they're they're just so professional and it's 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 a unique show that they are creating that I know many people will want to emulate but it's pure high class and and I'm just so happy they that they let me sit at the table with them because I learn every day from them they're very high caliber damn it sounds like the champagne of shows 
They are actually, that's a really great slogan. So if ever you see one of the shows that you think your viewers would like, just let me know and we'll make sure that you have tickets to give away. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to have actually next, next week, uh, Ken Davitan from Borat, he'll be on. And uh, after that, we're going to have uh, Waylon Jennings' grandson come on. And he is country music's the one to watch right now. He sounds just like his grandfather. And he writes songs about his grandfather. And he's just so multi-talented. So it's 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 country music. We've had world wrestlers on there. So it's, it's a diverse show. And uh, Jay Benjamin and Jeff Cross, they've been working behind the scenes, but now it's been streaming all around the world so it's a growing show people seem to like it and it makes me happy that's exciting you ever get nervous all the time oh <laughs> all the time because you know um i i get nervous with your show because i've been watching it today and i gotta say i really enjoy you as a host because you let people talk you don't talk over them or one-up them you're you're a you're just you're a gentleman you're a class act i enjoy listening to many of your shows um but i always do get nervous because um i i never want to disrespect the host i you know my co-host i i try to do my work and i always want the the spotlight guest to feel comfortable and and welcomed and honored but as much homework as i do i i just can never catch up to the homework and the passion and the intelligence of the ticket holders um they're just way over my head they're so smart and they're so kind and i can't even explain it after a show you're just on cloud nine it's so such a euphoric witnessing of a friendship building between the ticket holders and our guests so there's yeah it's, it's high esteem it's, it's quite a wonderful project awesome and and thank you for the compliment um you know, I, when I have guests on, you know, it's about them. You know, I want to hear about them and what they want to talk about their story. You know, a lot of times I have guests that, you know, been in movies and stuff like that, but they don't want to talk about that. Like they want to talk about other stuff. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> well, I really liked your interview you did with that man who um, that really tall man, Larry. Oh, Larry oh. Hankin. Oh my goodness, your belly laugh was so good. And like, even a couple of times he'd say things and I go, <laughs> He's so crazy. You are amazing at bringing out the comfort and relaxation of them to say probably what they would only say to their intimate friends. So it, your show is quite enjoyable. Thank you. And, you know, I had a one guy, James Goy Jr. He's like a spiritual guru. And he's been in like over 300 podcasts. He's never said a cuss word on the show until he was on my show. He cussed one time. He's like, I'm sorry, Chewie, you just make me comfortable. And I'm like, it's all right, man. You can curse no, all I, you want. No, I did. I heard a few F-sharps from a few of them. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> the passion you bring out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And um, so what's next on your show? Like, um, I, um, how long have you been doing it? Uh, Fanon Live, I've been on with them probably about four months now. Um, before that, actually, I was being interviewed by a, a man named Brian Sebastian, and he has a show called Movie Reviews and More. And he has uh, several of us girls that have a various background. So my background was business, um, lumber, 
Canadian. <laughs> and uh, there's other girls on there that are fitness experts. There are models, there's um, theater uh, actresses, and, and they're all high in their own profession. And so I started uh, with Brian, he interviewed me, and then he needed a fill in for a show. So he brought me on and and then he brought me on another time and I met the girls and we got along great. And so I've been with Brian's show as well. And his show's expanding quite a bit as well. He's on uh, Dean Piper's uh, podcast streaming networks. So he's also on Amazon and uh, Spotify. So I, I do that show as well with him. And actually this Sunday, I've been invited to co-host with um, Roger the Wild Child. And we'll be speaking to the great Randy Edelman. So I like co-hosting. I like to jump around and and meet other demographics. Yeah, staying busy, you just don't stop. Uh... Yeah, well, it's it's so amazing, and you probably can relate. And you know, you're driving down the road, and I hear Kenny Aronoff playing drums, and I'm like, oh, I know him now. Or Leland Sklar, who you just had. You know, you you're like, oh, I know him now, and and it's so exciting. Never ever did I think coming from Canada in a small town that I would ever be able to connect this way with people. Thank you, Zoom. Right, <laughs> I don't for know real. What I do without technology. And so from, you know, business, you know, and lumber to now entertainment, did you have to do a lot of adapting or, you know, business is business? Uh, that's such a good question. Well, I think I've always been inquisitive um, from a young age. And when I sold lumber from my father, you know, I my greatest demographic was the United States, thankfully. And because uh, we were only 40 miles north of the Montana border. So people would phone and inquire what, what inventory do you have for sale? So then you would discuss with them their needs and things like that. So I think perhaps that laid the foundation to my uh, look for what a customer needs. And, and like I said, on these shows, Brian Sebastian, um, Jeff Krause, Jay Benjamin, Stacy Toy, and even our friends, Jimmy Starr, Eileen Shapiro, they're constantly trying to figure out how to continue to add value to a viewing audience. And, and I really love that. And I, I feel as though I've won the lottery because they say birds of a feather. So it, you couldn't have found a better group of a flock to be around than them that are consistently just trying to move ahead and connect and, and do good things and break out of the mold. So I, I love that they're not docile, not getting comfortable. Everybody's just really working hard behind the scenes. Yeah, that's very true. That's very smart. You know, sometimes you just got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know? Yeah, well, and, and I do better when I have a lot of things on the go. I get really docile if I have nothing. You know, I can put it off, put it off. So I love to have things back to back to back. And uh, I, I'm better that way, I think. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. You know, just uh, staying busy, like, um, man, it just makes time fly as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like you said this morning, today, it's Friday. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it is. <laughs> yeah like yeah actually this week went pretty pretty fast but um man so you ever think about just starting a show on your own or you just want to hop around right now and co-host yeah i i don't think i've got enough 
behind me to do my own show. I I'm enjoying learning and I enjoy bouncing around and, and, and just hoping that I can add value to the various shows. So I'm, I'm just doing my best. It's been a year that I've been doing co-hosting. So I have a lot to learn and uh, I'm, I'm just really excited when people invite me to, to sit down for a show here and there. Um, there's just so much to learn and, and I, I like it this way instead. You know, and you're doing great, by the way. Um, I can see why they want you as a co-host. You know, you have amazing energy. Oh, really? Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, so, like, uh, you know, like how you're saying you get nervous sometimes with the guests. Like, oh, my God, that happened to me when I interviewed um, CJ Graham. He was Jason in uh, Friday the 13th, part six. Really? I was so nervous. <laughs> Have you, uh, do you know uh, Sandy Johnson? She was uh, the sister, is that correct, from Halloween? Oh, I don't know. She's an amazing interview. No. Is, do you like horror movies? Is that I your love thing? horror movies. Look, I'm really? wearing a horror movie shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Sandy Johnson is an amazing interview. And she has a great story behind her. Oh, man, I definitely got to check that out. And that's on... Yeah. Uh, which show? Well, I've interviewed her on, on <laughs> Debbie Perkins' Red Carpet Radio. But Sandy Johnson, she was the sister of, she was in the first death in the Halloween movie. Oh. They couldn't find her. And for over a decade, they could not find her. And she was playing words with friends. And somebody said, are you Sandy Johnson from the Halloween movie? She goes, why and he goes we've been looking for you they she had a cult following and never knew about it so this whole resurrection of her has come back and it's great to see so yeah it's a it it just shows how amazing her first foray into horror movies was for the industry that's crazy for 10 <laughs> years and she had no idea yeah words with friends <laughs> man i used to play a lot of that actually that was that that was you never pretty know who you're playing with imagine that's crazy yeah can i tell you another funny story oh yeah i love funny stories so, i learned this last night so jackie callan the first lady of boxing um she was the first uh female boxing coach manager everything and uh before that she was a journalist and uh she really wanted to meet elvis presley and in 1976, he was coming to Detroit to perform. And he didn't really like doing press interviews and things like that. So what she did is she went and uh, contacted the mayor of Detroit. And she said, how about you and I <laughs> give Elvis the key to the city? She goes, who doesn't want that? Sure enough, she went and she got to meet Colonel Parker and Elvis and do an interview giving him the key to the city. That's smart. Damn. Yeah, I know. And then do you have time for another? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's so fun. Uh, she was in Las Vegas and she knew Sylvester Stallone was there. And I think it was just after Rocky. And so she just, I forget what hotel she was at. And she just kept paging Sylvester Stallone all day. <laughs> Finally, somebody came out and they go, there he is. And so she went running, but she didn't catch him in time before he got in the car. And what did she say about 20 years later? She ended up co-hosting a show with him. And I go, did you <laughs> tell him that? She goes, no. <laughs> Isn't that cute? I oh just you need ways to get attention. So as a show host, I'm like, okay, these are little things for our, you know, our file cabinet on how to get access without hurting people's feelings. 
Dude, that's, I never thought about that. That's pretty smart. Get their attention that way. Yeah. So get involved with the bear (laughs) (laughs) and make a lot of keys. And then if someone's paging you over and over again, Jackie, no. Oh, uh, I bet that was pretty crazy, right? 20 years later, do an interview, you know, interview with them. Like, um, hey, I know, I know it, it's so neat because you never know who you're going to meet. And yeah, it's, it's just so amazing. And, and as you might know, I, I am, as Eileen always says, she goes, you're a fan girl. I'm just so in awe that I get to talk to people. And like, if people even send a message to me, I'm like, they know me. Like, I get so excited. I can't believe it. But I I was always really good in lumber on the phone. (laughs) And then when I meet my lumber traders, I couldn't talk. And I'm nervous about finally being allowed to cross into the United States. I worry I won't see anything. (laughs) Really? You know, when I'm nervous, I don't talk. So I'm strong on the phone and on Zoom. But I don't know. I hope I'll be okay on face to face. You're a little bit shy. No. Take a shot of tequila or something. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I know my friend, she was going to give me that. I was really nervous tonight. And I go, I might end up saying too much. So, no, I better not. <laughs> Y'all, there's this one time I start saying crazy yeah. stories. Exactly. Customs will be like, note to self, Sherry Nelson, no. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's okay. I mean, I... That's happened to me. I'm like, don't fuck it up, Chewy. You know, doing an interview, I'm like, don't turn into a fangirl. Don't don't fuck it up, Chewy. <laughs> Who's your who is your hopeful get as an interview? Oh man, that's a good one. Like, like uh, like dream guest. Yeah. Could you okay, how about um past and present? Someone who might not be here now and also someone who is here now. Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. Damn, that's a really good one. For myself, I've thought about it, and I think I would love to meet um, and intrigue Walter Cronkite and just see his perspective on how journalism and the news is being reported. You know, I I would really like to get his perspective. And then um, Dick Cavett is another one. He's another amazing interview. And Barbara Walters, I, I just the classics that, made this avenue so popular and drew a lot of eyes i would love to or johnny carson even you know oh those are classics right there that's that's good the bar is open sit back grab a cold one and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed from the frozen wasteland of western north dakota the tropical playground of Florida. It's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for happy hour news. What is the most dangerous book you have ever read? How about Mein Kampf by the notorious leader of the Nazis, Adolf Hitler? Or the book the Beatles warn us about in their classic song, Revolution? Quotations from Chinese Communist leader, Chairman Mao. Maybe you would hide your copy of Bertrand Russell's Why I'm Not a Christian. Or even semi-fictional works like 
Salman Rushdie's book, The Satanic Verses. That book had him living in hiding from angry Muhammad followers. But what about a book that is most likely not only dangerous to own and read, but could very well be illegal in many countries? Roderick Edwards' book, How to Overthrow Our Government, takes the reader on a historical and hypothetical journey of revolutions, civil war, and sedition. From ancient Chinese farmers turning their farm tools into weapons, to the attempted impeachment of the U.S. President Trump. This book has it all. Get it today before it's banned forever. But I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to interview them privately and on camera because I don't know if, if they, you know, they're old school, so I don't know if they'd be comfortable revealing their cards or not. But it, I'd love to learn. I love to interview Gandhi just to see what he has to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he'd probably say some deep shit, you know, like fucking <laughs> blow my mind or something. Yeah. Uh, another one I would love to interview. There's another past one. Uh, George Carlin, man, he was so smart and he was hilarious. Way ahead of his time. I, you like comedians, don't you? I love comedians. Yep. Yeah. Jay Benjamin, actually, uh, uh, from Fan Room Live, he does comedy. I, I just learned that. I didn't, I was not aware. So, yeah, he's the one that brought Jackie on, but he's another guy. But nice. they're so smart comedians. I always get nervous because they're very quick. <laughs> yes, you got to have your wits, you know. Have you done stand-up before? No, I've, I've thought about it. But I'd be way too nervous. Like, I'd probably be nervous being on stage. Yeah. No, I think that would be the hardest job in the world is being a comedian. Like, oh, do you oh. know what? Oh, sorry. Another fun story. Um, CJ Ramon, he was on the show from the Ramones. And he was, uh, he, when Didi Ramon uh, left the group, uh, CJ goes, I'll never listen to the Rowans again or go to a concert again. <laughs> and then he heard through the grapevine, they were holding auditions. So he went to an audition and he actually ended up replacing Dee Dee Ramon. And so he was asked by one of the ticket holders, that, how was your first performance? He goes, I was spit on. I had things thrown at me for the first half. And he said, but I kept playing because he was actually in the armed services, like armed forces. And uh, so he just kept playing, kept playing, because he said, I probably would have done the same. Because <laughs> he swore he'd never go to another Ramones concert. And he said he could, uh, they went to, for a break, and Johnny Ramone and Joey go, geez, I can't believe you haven't left the stage. He goes, I can't believe I'm here and I'm staying. And he went back and he took more abuse, but I think he gained the respect by the diehard fans. So like that, I'm thinking, I don't think a comedian would get that much ferocity. You never know, but yeah. Man, that was the initiation right there. He had to just put up with it for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he is such an amazing interview, CJ Ron. He's very well read. And I don't know if you've seen this, but with people going up into outer space, they uh, took their first, uh, they took with them on their mission, uh, the first uh, Ramones album. Really? Yeah. Talk about a conversation piece. Got to listen to it in space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was doing my homework, they said that the Ramones saved American rock and roll. Damn, man. That's history right there. 
but he's very, very smart. And and when we did the show, there was um, there were quite a few people from Europe there, and uh, they um, one man said that uh, he asked CJ his favorite author, and it was Ernest Hemingway. And this man was Tolstoy, and he goes, you know, the book War and Peace. And CJ said he hadn't read it yet, but he's going to. And he said it should actually be translated war and society, but it got skewed. And I thought, oh, geez, that totally changed the whole perspective of it, doesn't it? Damn, man. He ironed some all of useless information for your next cocktail party. <laughs> he can make a trivia pursuit game. I love, I love useless information. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Those random facts, you know, like, I'll tell people, like, did you know that they got raspberry artificial flavoring from, like, a beaver's, you know, anal gland or something? Like, what? Say what now? Um, Like, the, you know, the That's artificial? I, yeah, I Googled it, and uh, it's, it's true. <laughs> Not Canadian beavers. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I did not. Okay, well, now I learned something tonight. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit I'll never get a raspberry margarita on the rock again. <laughs> right, be telling people, you know where this came from, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I it just makes me wonder, like, how did they find that? Like, who was the first person? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> well, it's funny because you know, I remember when I was a young girl, and I thought. Oh, to own a, a real bottle of perfume of Chanel. And then you find out it was from whale fat. I don't know why that has resonated with me, but I just, it's very odd that something so beautiful would come from blubber. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's true now. Everyone's going to be ghouly going, sure, you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know because, you know, thanks to Google, everybody knows everything now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I, I love your stories. And, you know, like you said, you know, you have guests on and, you know, a lot of times you think they're going to just talk about, you know, certain things. But, man, you hear some crazy stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've had so much fun and the things I'm learning, it's 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 just it's amazing. I, I like I said, I can't believe that. I get to talk to people and, and with the Maxim magazine contest, everything that was got me to where I was involved people voting for me. And so I'm very conscious to make everything I do as inclusive as I can. I, I try to offer tickets to people because without them voting for me a year and a half ago, I would not be where I am today and so um, I, I always welcome people to reach out to me could I have a ticket or you know or who you might want to see on a show because yeah without without the support of them I wouldn't be any I wouldn't be here so <laughs> spewing useless information but um, no I, I just really hope that people know that I am sincere when I want to include people in anything that I do because I I want people to experience the happiness that I'm experiencing and and you know like I always try to say if you can get a ticket or anything you you creating a new memory for yourself and yeah I I really hope that a lot of people will with me as the show's progress. You know, I'm glad you're doing that, you know, giving back to the people. 
Well, it's so important because, you know, everyone has a tough day from time to time. And to think that these people would find the link and of all the beautiful women in that contest, my goodness, to to vote for me, it, it I really, really appreciate it. And I, I try to not do a misstep for all, my whole life, I've always wanted to make my father proud and I I never want to embarrass him. I don't want to embarrass you now because I've been on your show. I don't want you to be like, she wasn't, she wasn't on my show, no. <laughs> or Jimmy and Eileen or anybody. I just, I really hope to do good and I don't want even Maxim to be like, oh God. So <laughs> I, just, I just, I hope to elevate anything that I can be connected to. Yeah, and you're doing great. I mean, Even though I think I probably just really brushed out on a few stories there. <laughs> oh, I love those. <laughs> I am a logger's daughter, so well. <laughs> hey, just be yourself, you know. I love it. <laughs> and um, so any more in the like in the modeling and any any more of that coming up? Yes, yes. Uh once once I come across the border, I'll be doing some more photos. Um I, I have to update my portfolio. So I'll be doing that. And I just finished a project for a man named Doug Shiloh. And he's got one of those most amazing brains and visions. He's like our um, Orson Welles. He's just written a project called Dead Exit. And it's politics, Hollywood, and murder. And it was a radio show. And I was the voice of Victoria Rand, um, a Hollywood actress. And uh it's getting so popular that they are thinking it might turn into um, a comic book and perhaps a full length feature film. So I'm very excited that I was able to do something with them. And, and like I said, he is one of the future greats in Hollywood writing and producing. He, Doug Shiloh, he's, I can't say enough great things about him. Um, and yeah, uh, I I hope to do some movies and I was hoping to do a music video with the rock band Wicked Star. Um, actually today they're filming and uh, I couldn't enter the United States unfortunately. So hopefully somewhere down the road I'll be able to do that again. And yeah, I just, I, I'm really excited to come to the United States and finally meet people. And uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. That's great. You know, and um. You know, you absolutely deserve to win that Maximum Award. You're gorgeous, by the way. Oh, thank you. No, actually, a girl named Elizabeth Naguin won, and, and she's another real beautiful lady, and she's she's really nice. And I, a lot of the girls actually going into the contest when, you know, we were in the top 10, I, a lot of girls reached out to me, and, and we communicated back and forth, and it wasn't cutthroat. The, the odd one might have been, but... Yeah, and, and you know, it's so funny how high school resonates with you. Um, there's this girl, and her name is Dawn Spolder, and I can remember her being one of the most beautiful girls in high school. But I, in person, I'm shy. And I remember someone said some really mean things about me, and she came out with a counter punch, and I'm like, so Dawn's folder forever. I'll be blessed and thankful that she had my back. And like, I didn't expect anyone to say mean things. You know, I guess I'm that naive. But it's funny how you, your past life comes back and who you emulate is better than you had in your thoughts because you didn't really know them that well. But 
Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, you know, you never know, right? You never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's true, because I guess they say when you're down, you know who your friends are. Fortunately for me, I've not been down, and I hope I'm there for people. Um, but yeah, I have a, a really amazing group of friends around me, and I'm making a lot of great friends. So, but I guess it's what you put in, you get out. So <laughs> that's very true. That's 100%, you know, and I've heard you can't be a taker or, or someone who drains people. So I try not to me, me, me. <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm the same way. You know, you know, you show me love, I'll show you love, you know? And yeah. Well, like I said, your show is very, it's really quite nice. I it's, it's lovely because I was, I was doing some work, some paperwork and I was getting ready and I was listening to you and yeah, it's, it was quite, I really enjoy you. You, it wasn't combative. And I think perhaps that's why a lot of these podcasts are growing because people are, you know, we have the luxury now there's millions of shows to pick from that we want to get something that's comforting, I think. Yeah, I hear some of these shows, man, and how they treat their guests, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like doing the. I don't ever like to make anyone uncomfortable. My goodness. Like, it's just it makes other the optics of I think makes other people uncomfortable or, you know, if there's a news story and they lead with a perspective and it I, I don't understand so i i think you know if anything came out of this COVID, it's given people the opportunity to see that there's other avenues out there to pursue knowledge entertainment escapement yeah very true and you know you're right because you know like people you know when they're down you know you look for entertainment you know your shows yeah. music you know you look for artists or you know, shows like ours. Yeah. Or music. Okay. Here's a fun question. Um, my friends and I, we always do this. So what is your best rock song and what is your best rock video? Oh, that's Something a good that one. Damn, that, that's tough. But best rock song, I would say, I will say it's got to be Pink Floyd. Um another brick in the wall like that one i don't know it just it hits me it's, it's somewhere in my heart you know very good yeah video and for video oh that's a tough one man us girls like i know i always love white snake and tawny Katane. and white snake here i go again and uh best rock video by far for me is always november rain because of the wedding dress <laughs> oh that one's so sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like I'd, I'd say maybe slipknot the devil and i you know a little violent <laughs> you're such a guy full of testosterone right <laughs> blood and guts you know violent video game stuff you know <laughs> but man that november rain that's a good one man that one's so sad <laughs> No, I know, but it's, yeah, I love Guns N' Roses. It's so nice seeing everybody's going back on tour. But David Coverdale, he announced he's doing his last farewell tour. Oh, I hope to see them in concert. I, I haven't really seen a lot of people in concert. So now that I'm out and about, I hope to. You know, gather, yeah, I think um, some, who else, somebody else did a farewell tour. But I think they did it twice. <laughs> Some sometimes they do, don't they? Oh, so you're in Arizona. 
have you gone to the Red Rock for concerts? No, I've heard about that. It's like very acoustic, right? And like yeah. natural. I think I think I read uh, Bono from you too. That's one of his favorites. That in Las Vegas, I think. I'd love to see a concert there. Oh man, I went to Vegas twice this year. Really? You did? Mm-hmm. Were there buffets? Oh yeah, yep. And really? uh, like all kinds of shrimp, whatever you want. It was so cute because my dad, he really likes Las Vegas. And just before COVID hit, he was down in Las Vegas. And all of a sudden he phones me, he's supposed to be gone for a week. He phones me on the second day, goes, I'm coming home. He goes, no buffet, no bud. So, <laughs> so good to know. I'll tell him there's buffets again. I went like in um, April and they were barely starting to open up again. Like you still had to wear a mask. And um, you know how over there, everything's open 24-7. But like at night, um, some stores did close down. So it wasn't like full-blown Vegas. And then I went again in June, and it's full-blown open now. Oh, really? And yeah. It, it's pretty cool, though, because it, it's something I dreamed of as a kid, because now weed is legal in Vegas for recreational. <laughs> So, like, I always wanted to party in Vegas and, like, smoke weed over there. Now I could do it. You know, I did it. So You didn't come to Canada. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I always wanted to go to Canada. I heard there's so much, like, diversity and, like, you know, lots of different stuff over there. Well, you know someone in British Columbia now. <laughs> yeah. Next time, I, when I go to Canada, I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> yes. Yes, you should. I love it. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm a little bit built for the cold. You know, I got some I got some padding, some insulation. <laughs> you should come for Calgary Stampede. You get to wear a cowboy hat. You dress up like a cowboy for the whole 10 days. What? Yeah, the whole city goes Western. It's amazing. Do I get to scream yeehaw? Of course you do. <laughs> you try not to. I'll take some tequila or whiskey, yes. maybe. Yes. No, we're just like Texas up here. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Man, I never thought about that. I mean, Canada's, I mean, I always hear great things about Canada, honestly. I never hear nothing bad about Canada. Yeah, no, uh, it's the world's largest outdoor um, event in the world. So, yeah, our saddle in Calgary is built like a a cowboy hat. (laughs) Man, that sounds pretty exciting for 10 days. Yeah. Well, when Wade Jennings is on the show, I'm hoping maybe the people from the Calgary Stampede will, someone will be watching and and hopefully bring them to the Stampede next year because a lot of my friends really enjoy the sound. I I can't tell you enough how much he sounds like his grandfather, you know? So there's a new outlaw in town and it's Wade Jennings. He's great. Oh, man, that's the way to go. That's all out right there. Yeah. Awesome, Sherry. Where well, um, where can people find all your stuff? Uh I'm on social media. I'm Twitter and Instagram. I'm XOXO Sherry XO, spelt just like the wine, S-H-E-R-R-Y, and Facebook Sherry Nelson. Man, you're a great guest, by the way. Oh, thank you. No, thank you for having me. Um, Stacy, she said you're pretty fantastic. So I was glad that. She gave you kudos in advance to calm my nerves. 
Hey, thank you. I mean, you're great. And I mean, Stacy's great as well. I mean, that's crazy that you know each other. <laughs> oh, I know. She's the best. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm glad you get to work with her. That's awesome. And I mean, I see a bright future for you in this entertainment. I mean, you, you see, you've really been doing this four months. A fan room for four months, but entertained for about a year now. Damn, man, that's that's impressive. You're you're doing amazing. Oh, thank you. And um, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Chewy. You oh. didn't scream. I thought you might be screaming. I like I know, right? Sometimes I scream. I, I can't scream all the time, though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Chewy. You have a good one. Thank you. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewy gmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at Ch- screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace